1: This Sunday we will continue in our series in Revelations. Um, there's two things that I want to point out quickly before we get into have our scripture read. Is that uh, I will not be talking about any dragons, <laughs> snatching any babies, none, none of that, none, none of that good stuff. Okay, um, I get to talk about heaven, but. Dave has given me the responsibility of being the finisher of this series. The finisher has but one responsibility, to make sure he don't mess up the lead. (laughs) (laughs) So it is my chore, my my great privilege today to see if we, through the power of God, might be able to finish strong. Amen? Amen? Amen. And we'll have Emily Barr. will come to read our scripture, and as she's coming, I ask those that can and will, please stand for the reading of God's word.
0: Our reading today is selections from Revelation 21 and 22. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and given to us in love.
1: Amen. You may be seated. Join me in a word of prayer. Father, I thank you today for the privilege of sharing your word with your people. I pray now, God, that your people are edified, and Father, you are glorified. In Christ's name we pray, amen. amen. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chasing roar. felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Yet, with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed. We have come over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughtered. out from the gloomy past, till now we stand at last, where the white gleam of our bright star is cast. These are some of the words to the National Negro Anthem that were composed by James Weldon Johnson. He was expressing a future hope during a time of great darkness and gloom, in times where his people, while free, were being lynched. Yet he was hoping for the days that his forefather had hoped for. They believed a better day was coming. For the children of God, the best is yet to come. Not a day goes by where the news report is not grim. grim. From senseless killings, rapes and robberies, to corruption in the government. Sometimes it's hard to have hope. Sometimes it feels like darkness and gloom, that that darkness and gloom that's hanging over our head will never be lifted. Seems like the sunshine that we long for will never come. But for the Christian, for the child of God, I've got good news. The best is yet to come. In the midst of a dark time, John writes, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. If you go, go back to chapter 20, as chapter 20 closes, it talks about people who were being thrown in the lake of fire. Now, I don't know about y'all. But that's a dark time for somebody. That's a dark time for those of us who can see folk being thrown in the lake of fire. But that chapter closes and another one begins and it says, then. Just when it's then. Then is right in the midst of trials and tribulation. Then is right in the midst of darkness and in gloom. But then he saw something that he had never seen before. He says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The vision of darkness had turned into something marvelous. It was a new heaven and a new earth. Life as he had known it, life as we know it, will be no more. As a believer in Christ, we have something to look forward to. That's good stuff right there, y'all. That's that's good stuff. Why? Because no matter what we're going through, we have something to look forward to. Oftentimes, I think we have these ideas of what heaven is like because of what we see on TV. But I want to just share a few things with what heaven is, what I see in Scripture. Watch this. First, heaven is a place. Heaven is a city. Heaven is called New Jerusalem. It is a city not in the sense that we know cities. Sometimes our cities are a pretty sight. Sometimes our cities are an awful sight where there's crime and poverty. This city is going to be different. See, in the beginning, when God created heaven and earth, he placed man In a garden. And in the end, God has created a new place to place man, and it's called a city. In the the garden, Adam and Eve were instructed not to eat of the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden. It says, Neither shall you touch it lest you die. They didn't follow God's instruction, and as a result, sin was entered into the world. However, in this new city, there will also be a tree, but this tree is not going to be off limits to us. It's going to be a tree that's good for the healing of the nation. That's good stuff, y'all. That's going to be a tree that will yield its fruits. Every month is going to yield a fruit. That's good, y'all. You know how some of us, we, 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 we bore easy. You know, if we got to eat the same thing over and over and over, you know. But God's such a good God. In the new city, there's going to be a tree that produces fruit every month. This new city is a holy city. I don't want us to think of heaven as a place of retirement. You know how, you know how it is. People live up north, where they want to come to? They want to come to Florida because they think Florida is the promised land. Florida is not the promised land. There is a better place. It's not a place of of, of retirement. Neither is is it a place where we're going to get it to sit back and kick our feet up. You know, you just want to rest. You know how some people don't, they don't, they make Sunday their day. They say, Sunday is my day. Sunday belongs to me. I ain't doing anything on Sunday. Well, I stopped to tell you that Sunday belongs to the Lord. Uh, Are you listening to me? You, You don't, you don't. Get the privilege to say, well, on Sunday, I think I'll do this. Sunday belongs, watch this, it's for us to rest and to worship the one who created it all. So heaven is not going to be a place where we can just sit around. I got bad news. I don't think we're going to be flying around with wings in heaven. You know what the commercials show us. Heaven looks like a time where everybody's just going to be flying. You think we're going to be on them hoverboards just going all over the place? No, heaven's a place. Heaven, listen, they say we're going to have bodies. We're going to have to eat. It's, 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 it's there. There's trees that's going to produce fruit. What do you do with fruit? You eat them. So heaven, this holy city is a beautiful place. It's a place that's prepared for a bride adorned for her husband. When a bride is preparing for her wedding day, she be, to be, when she is preparing for that day, she becomes... Let me say this. There's a lot of preparation <laughs> that goes into it. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. But there's a lot of preparation that goes into that day because she wants everything to go right. So in the process of preparation, in the process of wanting everything to go right, sometimes she becomes bridezilla. Y'all with me? Ain't too many of y'all smiling and laughing because you have been a bridezilla. <laughs> wanting things to go your way. Wanting stuff to happen just like you want it to happen. Well, let me go a little farther. It just ain't the bride. It's all of us. All of us are a type of bridezilla. When we want happiness, we don't care who we got to step on to get it. Hello? We don't care what we have to do to get what we want. In that city, y'all, it won't be no bridezilla. The bride that's being prepared for a husband is a one that, that, that preparation has already been made the one that's being, being adorned for a husband, the blood has prepared this bride. Yeah. It's because of the blood that this bride is able to look so beautiful. Oh, Hello? Because if, if it wasn't for the blood that was covering me, yeah. and if it wasn't for the blood that was covering you, we would never have access to this beautiful city. Jesus suffered and died. He left his home in glory for the bride. He took on the form of a man for the bride. He walked the streets of Jerusalem for the bride. He was falsely accused. He was arrested. He died on the cross, the worst kind of death for the bride. But that ain't how it ends, y'all. He got up for the bride. That's us, y'all. He got up for us. Before he died, he told them that, I'm going away to prepare a place that where I am, there you may be also. This holy city is the place God, Jesus, prepared for us. Jesus is a planner of all city planners. Are y'all following me? You you don't have to worry about something being out of place there because the true city planner has planned it. He he is the best land developer there is. (laughs) He prepared this place. It's, It's beautiful. God is the designer of this city. And in this city will be people from every tribe, every tongue, every people, and every nation. There's nobody closed out of this city. And in this city, the creations will be made new. That's good, y'all. Stuff that we ain't seen before. Hello? That's good. I I wonder if they have a football team. They got a football team. The quarterback going to be all right, (laughs) y'all. We're not going to have to worry about our quarterback. He's going to have the, this quarterback going to have the best completion rate in theirs. (laughs) It's going to be perfect in this city. Things are going to be made new. Let's go to verse, the next verse. Verse 3 says, I heard a voice from the throne saying, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And listen to this. And death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain, for the former things have passed away. Y'all, this 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 is. Listen, I don't know why y'all still quiet. Listen, there ain't gonna be no more crying. There ain't gonna be no more pain. Anybody here got bad knees? They ain't gonna hurt in heaven. You got a bad back? You gonna be good in heaven? I, I'm. I'm. Listen. Y'all want me to talk about dragons? <laughs> this is this how quiet y'all was last week when we talked about dragons. This week, I'm talking about good stuff. No more pain, no more sickness, no more death. Yeah. Y'all, that, Yeah, yeah, somebody ought to be gnawed. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, he says this, I will make my dwelling among you, and my soul shall not, watch well, this, hate you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. That's good. The creator of heaven and earth. Is going to walk with us. He's going to dwell with us. He's going to be where I am. Not only, I mean, he's, he's going to be with us. There'll be nobody lonely. There'll be nobody being looked over. There'll be nobody being marginalized. Y'all, several years ago, when I was much younger, I was invited to to be a speaker to to do a service, and there was two other speakers there. One was the famed attorney, Johnny Cochran, and the other one was actor Clifton Davis from the TV show, Amen. So they put me in the middle (laughs) of them two speakers. Johnny Cochran, who had just gotten OJ off, And Clifton Davis, a famous TV actor, nobody had ever heard of the guy that was in the middle. That guy was me. They started taking pictures and wanting autographs. Nobody wanted to take a picture with me. Nobody asked for my autograph. There was a lot of people there but I felt like I was the only person in the room because everybody was trying to take pictures with Johnny Cochran and Clifton Davis. Thank God for the heart of Johnny Cochran. and say, hey, man, ain't you supposed to be with us? I say they won't let me get close to y'all. Listen, I almost didn't get a chance to meet them because there, guess what, y'all? I was a nobody. There was nothing significant about me. But y'all, I'm going to a new city. Hello? Well, I'm not going to be looked over. Well, folk not going to try to cross me to get to somebody else. I'm going to a new city where my God going to have time for me. Are y'all with me? I want us to see this, y'all. I'm talking about the new city. See, down here, they may not count us for anything. Every Sunday, I ask Matt, can I sing with them? He said, no, every time. <laughs> but in the new city, yeah, yeah, yeah. when they have choir rehearsal, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might even get a lead part. <laughs> Y'all, we won't be overlooked there yeah. in the new city. What's also important about this new city is that we're going to get to see him face to face. In the old days, only the priest was allowed to go into the tabernacle where the presence of God was. But in the new city, there will be no limits. There will be no boundaries. Y'all, we get to see God face to face. To face. I can only imagine what it's going to be like to see God, the Creator, in this new city. No more death. No more mourning. No more crying. No more pain. Listen. We won't even need a lamp. Because God Himself is going to be our light. That's all right, y'all. We won't need you, JEA, FPL, Clay Electric. We won't need none of them. We won't even need to buy energy. Because the source of all light is going to be with us. In the new city. And he's, he was who said it. Seated on the song. On, said, behold, I am making all things new. This is good, y'all. There will be nothing that's accursed in that city. There will be no corruption. There will be no evil. Y'all, and we're going to get a chance to worship him as we were created to do. Says this, write this down. For the words, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give from them the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage. And I will be with him. I will be his God. And he will be my son. You know, when I was a kid, you know, to get my brother and sister to do anything, I would say, Daddy said, do it. And when you put Daddy said, do it on the anything, on the end of anything, it got done. There was no back talk. Daddy said, my sister be capping off. Daddy said. And all that stopped. She went to do what daddy said. Here it is right here. It says, "It, it write this down. This is good. Write this down. Cuz this is trustworthy and true. It is done." When God says, it's done, it's done. Can't nobody undo what he's done. (laughs) There there, there ain't nothing or anyone can undo this. He just said that there's a new city that's coming down. Watch this, from heaven, coming down out of the heavens, there's a new city that's coming. And in this city, there's no sickness, there's no dying. Watch this, there's nothing that's corrupt in this city. He, then, then he says, it's done, right? It's done, it's done. I am Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end. Nothing starts without me. Nothing is without me. Y'all, this is good stuff right here. This is, this is stuff, y'all, that we ought to shout about. Listen to what he says from Isaiah chapter 65. Wait, okay, before I get there, before I let me talk about this new thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can do that, right? I can start and start. Okay. He says, Behold, I do a new thing. I kind of wrestle with this. I kind of wrestle with this. You know how, how God's doing a new thing. I know heaven is not. I'm, I'm like, is, is God gonna just destroy everything? I know he's not gonna just destroy everything. But I also know that it's more than a renovation. Y'all follow me? See, renovation means that you got to keep something. Destroying everything means you wipe everything out. But God says that I'm making everything new. So without destroying stuff and without renovating, how do you make something new? His word says, if any man be in Christ, behold, he is, watch this, a new creature, creation. Old things, watch this, are passed away, and behold, all things become new. So, y'all, I may look like I'm the same guy, but something has happened to me. I have became new, and when God creates this city, Y'all, we won't know that is what we used to see. Why is this? Because we're going to be we God's going to make us new. And it's going to be stuff that we ain't never seen before. Because he's making things new. For behold, I have created new heavens and a new earth. And the former thing shall be remembered Shall, be, shall not be remembered or come into mind. Isn't that something, y'all? We won't even be able to remember this life. I'm gonna stop because somebody needs to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Listen, it ain't, I ain't just talking about one group of people, all of us ought to be glad. There's gonna be some stuff that we ain't gonna be able to remember no more. You ever did something that you wish you hadn't have done? In the new city, you're not gonna even be remembered that you did that thing. Bless His holy name. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I created. For behold, I created Jerusalem to be joyous, to be a joy. And her people to be a people of gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sounds of weeping and the cry of distress. It is done. Y'all, we good. We good, y'all. See, I can promise you something and don't come through. I can have good intentions of being somewhere when I said I was going to be there. Something can happen, y'all. The train can come. I can be delayed. I can be so close to you, but can't get to you. God said it's done. Ain't nothing going to stop this from happening. Listen, listen. It ain't going to be almost. There ain't no almost in heaven. It's already done. Look look at this. This says, then we can come to him and get water without payment. Y'all in the... In the earlier part of Revelation, chapter 4, around there somewhere. Don't, don't hold me to it if you go home and read it. it's not there. Water was not a good thing. Water represented chaos. Water caused problems. But here, he says that I'm going to give you the water of life. So he says that which caused you problems now is going to be nourishment for you. Bless his holy name. Water without payment. Y'all, we, won't, we wouldn't hunger nor thirst. Y'all, the sun is not going to be on our back. God's going to take care of us. He's going to wipe every tear from our eye. Yeah. Y'all, man, what, 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 what does this mean for us? I've described a place and I described this place because I wanted you to get an understanding of what it's like. So what, what, what does that mean? I mean, how, how, how does that, how do we live in light of this? Well, it means everything to us, y'all. How we see the future determines how we live. If I want to have a lot of money in retirement, guess what I got to do now? I got to work and save now. I got to see I got to see what I want. I gotta see the person that I want to be. So, so how do I how what how this this city? How how, how how does this fold into the right now? How does this fold into the right now? How 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 do we get to a place where we can, can begin to experience the life that we want to experience? Because heaven is not the end-all. Heaven is the beginning. Listen, listen, when we leave here, we be in the presence of God. When we get to heaven, y'all, it's going to be the beginning of a life eternal. So, So how does that, what happens? First, we got to see that when we have this picture of heaven, this picture of heaven should encourage us to love one another. This picture of heaven ought to cause us to want to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked. It ought to want to make us to close the cultural gaps in class uh, where, where there is any, any, any confusion there. Y'all, we ought to want to enclose that so we can begin to live the life that God intended for us, that Jesus died that we might have, that has become accessible to us because of the death of Christ. listen. We're called to celebrate. We're called to rejoice. What he's given us, what he's done for us, a life, y'all, that is no longer bound by sin. Y'all, nothing's going to hold us. No pain, y'all. We, listen, you don't have to wait till that happens. You don't have to wait till... Listen, you can begin to experience that now. You experience that now by letting what we do reflect what Christ has done for us. We 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 live that by trusting that God is sovereign, that he got all power in his hand. How can how can I live like that when all around me is darkness and gloom? How can I live like that when sickness is on me? How can I live like that when trouble is all around me. I finish by telling you about a man named Thomas Dorsey. Thomas Dorsey was a gifted musician. Thomas Dorsey was a musician in the church. He was married, and his wife was expecting a baby. Thomas Dorsey went away to St. Louis to play in a church revival. And after he got there, he received a telegram that said his wife had delivered a baby boy, but she died during childbirth. Thomas Dorsey raced back to his home to get to the hospital to see his weak newborn baby. And two hours after he got there, his baby died. Darkness and gloom was all around him. Depression set in. One day he sat down at his piano, and these words began to flow from his lips. Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on. Let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me home. So how, how can I live? That when trouble's all around you and you can't see no hope, you say, precious Lord, Take my hand and lead me on home. Let us pray. Father, there is a picture of heaven where there will be no more doom, no more gloom. There is a picture of heaven where there is no sickness and there is no sorrow. God, there is a picture of heaven that we embrace, Father. Father, we live on this earth, and we don't want to just see heaven as a way of escape, but we want to see heaven as a place where we will come to worship you forever. We want to see heaven as a place where we will not come just to put our feet up, but heaven is a place God, where we, will reign, where we will reign with you forever. So, Father, we ask that you will touch our hearts. Let our lives be reflective of people where heaven is their home. Help us to love one another. Help us to, to embrace one another. Help us to, to get out of our comfort zone, God, and be who you have called us to be. Lord, and when it gets tired, and when darkness seems to still try to creep in to hinder us from being what you called us to be, help us remember these words. Precious Lord, take my hand and lead me on home. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in Town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.